0: Welcome to another edition of the Nashville Women's Health Podcast. Uh, This is your host, Amy Bailey, and I have Sarah England here with me today. Hey, Sarah. Hello. Sarah owns Refinery Wellness and Aesthetics, and we're going to talk to her a little bit, but I just kind of want to let y'all know, listeners, that I see you. Nashville has really been hit hard in the last couple of weeks with our tornado, and uh, we're still recovering from that, and now we have the coronavirus and There's a lot of uncertainty with all of us. I've talked to multiple um, providers and clients and friends, and we all really don't know what to expect and what's coming next, but I just want to let y'all know I'm here, and I see y'all. And If you want to reach out to me, please do so. Um, I'm offering virtual visits to my clients um, just as an option if people can't see me in person, so that's one thing that I'm offering. But I'm always here if you want to reach out to me on Instagram or through email. Those are options, and just remember that as much as you can try to stay calm and practice some self-care because stress increases everything. It increases our pain. If we're dealing with pain, it increases our anxiety. It decreases our immunity. So we just really want to take care of ourselves right now during this super hard time. Um, Anything you want to add to that, Sarah?
1: I so agree. I just think um, really paying attention to where your stress is at and what's driving it. And um, really making a focused effort to to practice, um, you know, stress management techniques every single day because I really do think that fear and stress are really um, our biggest enemies in this in this moment. And if you can implement calming support of any kind, I think that's going to be.
0: I think so too. We didn't want to harp on COVID-19 today, but we definitely wanted to bring it up and just let y'all know we're here for you and we're thinking about you and it's it's affecting all of us. Yes. All right, Sarah, so give us a little bit about your clinical background. Okay, so
1: I, um, well, first I want to say thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. This is my first podcast, so i um, excited to be doing it with you, but I, uh, I'm a nurse practitioner and so I work alone. I work at, here at Refinery Wellness and Aesthetics in Franklin, Tennessee. Um so I my background, I went to um originally went off to school at UT Knoxville thinking I was gonna go into pharmacy. Huh. And I um this is this could be a longer story, I'll try to keep it concise. No, but you're good. I um had, had two head injuries in high school oh. and um had been in and out of school and when I went to Knoxville I quickly realized that I needed more help and attention than they could give me there. And through like a series of events, I ended up um, I ended up kind of just realizing like nursing was more what I was looking for. And so I, I was basically told I had no shot at getting into nursing school there. And so I applied to Belmont, wound up going to getting in and going to nursing school um, back in Belmont in Nashville. And I really had a great experience there. It was the first time in my life where I really enjoyed school. Um, so I'm so grateful for that. I, I, you know, felt like the professors were really like interested in my success. So following nursing school, I worked, um, as an RN at Centennial, um, Centennial Medical Center, and I worked med-surg and I worked night shift Oh, and it, it just, to be completely honest with you, it just wrecked me as a person. There were people that, um, just rocked it, but I, it did not agree with me at the, the nocturnal thing. And so that was a really tough time, not only because my sleep was just, you know, totally (laughs) turned upside down, but um, I didn't ever see people really get well. Mm -hmm. I saw people like returning um, weeks, months later, and, you know, they're still as sick, if not more sick. And that was very frustrating. I just overall, I remember having this. um, It was just a theme of feeling kind of like my hands were tied because I had more patients than I could really take excellent care of. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, staffing was an issue. And then also I felt very restricted to whatever the the physician's orders were, even though I knew like, oh my gosh, if only I could help this person like eat real food. And if only I wasn't interrupting them in the middle of their their night of sleep. You know what I mean? Yeah. There were just so many things that didn't sit well with me, so that was very frustrating. So, during that time, I imagined I would go back to school, um, but I didn't imagine I would go back as quickly as I did. But it was truly like that work situation followed by a job in home care that I took after leaving Centennial that really drove me to go back to school um, as soon as I did. So, worked briefly in home care. Um, that was difficult for a lot of other a lot of other reasons, mm-hmm. but it it just kind of was a catalyst for me really seeking out. Masters, and so I wound up back at Belmont um, for graduate school, and that was in gosh, what was that 2016? Um, so went there, and I'm so grateful for that experience. Um, learned a lot through my different clinical rotations, just kind of getting to see different settings and see what I was interested in and what I wasn't interested in. Um, it was frustrating, you know, mm-hmm. it, again um, for different reasons, but. Then I took my first NP job, uh, following school. I took, I took my first NP job at a chiropractic office. And this is where, um, my dream kind of really like came to life because I took this job and there was a, um, another chiropractor there who was practicing functional medicine, his mm. clients, and he really took me under his wing and just taught me so much. I had had an interest in functional integrated medicine myself, um, for years, just because of my own personal health issues. Yeah. Um, he, though, really, like, he helped me, like, put what I wanted to do into practice, if that makes sense. Yeah. And so I'll be forever grateful for that work experience. Um, this is a story that I, <laughs> I I feel like I'm fast-forwarding through a lot of parts, but um, ultimately, he ended up leaving that practice and moving out of state. Mm-hmm. And I'll never forget what he said to me. He's, I, I was so sad when he told me. He was, like, he said, I he was dreading telling me, and I was like oh my gosh. And, and he said, Sarah, rent a room and do it. He's like, rent a room and go for it. People need you. And so I'll never forget him saying that because i you know, I've always been kind of just like a timid person. I'm not doing, doing this whole thing is very unlike the mm-hmm. old Sarah. Um, so it's just been a huge leap of faith, but, um, uh, the Lord has had me the whole way through and, and Michael, um, I just can never thank him and, and his wife Megan enough for their encouragement and Really, yeah, just their encouragement and helping me get to where I am today. So 2018 was the year I kind of took the leap, um, ran a space down the street, Holiday court. Okay. Um, saw my first client in May of 2018, and here we are in March <laughs> 2020. So I'm just so thankful to be able to do what I do. Um, I, I work with adult patients, and mm-hmm. I, I see men and women for a variety of different reasons. Um, there are kind of two, like, main... Groups of people that I work with, and um, the first is is uh, a lot of times it's a frustrated person who has felt bad for a really long time, and they've kind of bounced from provider to provider, mm-hmm. and have just never really like achieved resolution of their symptoms. Um, so that's one camp. And then the other camp is just people trying to kind of get ahead of things. Mm-hmm. Um, their health is really a priority for them, and they're like, "Hey, what can I do to be proactive here?" And so. It's fun. I, I mean, yeah. I I really enjoy this. I see people um, who deal with significant digestive dysfunction, people dealing with mood disorders, people dealing with hormone imbalance. I mean, the complaints are kind of all over the map, but um, it's really rewarding to get to see people get well. Yes. Because that's what I didn't see, you know, in those first jobs as an yeah. RN. And and it's what drives me because I just, um, I just believe that if you have like you you matter you have a purpose Mm -hmm. and so if you are feeling bad like you're not living up to that purpose you know right and so I think that anything I can do to put you back in the driver's seat of your own health um that's that's what I'm here for because if you feel
0: good then you can go live out and walk out your purpose while you're here I love that. That makes sense. She said, if you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Like, y'all write that down. (laughs) I think that's so good. Um, I wanted to kind of tease out, too, one thing you said that was like working in different practices. You learned what you didn't want. Yeah. I think that's really important for healthcare providers because there's so many avenues we can go down. And sometimes we need to go down a wrong road and realize it's not for us. Yes. Yes.
1: And, um... Just the way that the conventional system is structured. I mean, many providers' hands are tied. Oh, yes, and that's why—that's the whole reason I'm out here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but yeah, I did. I saw a lot of things. I—I I, I had wonderful mentors, and I'm so grateful for all the teachers that I had. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I definitely saw some things that I knew were not for me.
0: Yes. So, so tell us a little bit about functional medicine because it's just now catching on. But I still have a lot of listeners who are very. Um, Traditional in their thinking and, you know, Western medicine and so whatever you can tell us about functional medicine and why someone would seek that out.
1: So really in general, it's
0: just, it's
1: just a different approach because Mm -hmm. rather than um, naming or labeling a symptom or a cluster of symptoms, uh, really trying to tease out and identify like the root cause, the underlying cause of that symptom or symptoms that a person's dealing with so that you can achieve like lasting resolution as opposed to just slapping a band-aid on it. Right. You know? So I think I think that's the whole reason for seeking out functional or integrative care is just, you know, you really aren't looking for band aid fix anymore. Like, what is driving this? Why is this a recurring or persistent issue for me? Mm-hmm. Um, let's figure that out. Maybe. Yeah. And I think it's important for people to know too. Like, um, what is covered by insurance is can be very it can be very limiting. There's mm-hmm. a lot more out there, um, but if it's not covered, like, let me say it this way: um, I believe that insurance dictates healthcare decision making for a lot of people still. Um, and I just want people to know that if they're not seeing the results that they want, I just want to encourage them to. Like, Beyond, look beyond what an insurance company says is appropriate, right? If that makes sense. So, like, a, there's there's so much more lab testing we can
0: do. That's mm-hmm. very
1: very useful, immediately useful and yeah. actionable. You know what I mean? Yes. That's just one example. But if you have never, if you've only ever been in the conventional system, um and have only ever just, you know, that's that's how you've done it your entire life. Like becoming aware of what all these other things that are out there. I mean it. It's it's heavy, you know <laughs> it what is. I mean? Because because for someone who's felt bad for thirty years, for them to realize, wait, you mean all this other, all these other things are out there that could have helped me get well sooner. Mm-hmm. That's tough. Yeah, and I think that's going on. But anyway, it's it's an exciting time because I do think there's kind of this collective like paradigm shift awakening going on, and people yes. are looking to kind of prioritize their health and then explore and see what else is out there beyond like the standard of care. So, um, it's an exciting time to be in this world. Yeah. You know, is what I think.
0: I think you're right on though, because as a practitioner myself, like I was limited by insurance and that's why I chose to go out of network and do a cash-based practice because I wanted to be able to give my clients what I thought was best, not what insurance thought was best. agree completely. It's, it's just,
1: you know, you, you're, uh, professional and you can think critically and you can make decisions on your own and Mm -hmm. and not have them be like algorithm or protocol
0: based. You know what I
1: mean? And so I'm right I'm with you.
0: And it's hard though because I myself have insurance and so you pay for that monthly and you want your services to be covered on one hand. But then you think about who makes those decisions. They're not healthcare providers sitting in that insurance office. And um, sometimes we have to pay and it's expensive but sometimes we have to pay to get the right answer. For our health. And that's a hard pill to swallow. It
1: is. And I and I just try to always encourage my clients, like, hey, this is an investment you're making in you. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, you know, I think everything is so important until you lose your mental or physical
0: health. Oh, my goodness.
1: And so I just try to, like, reinforce that idea of this is an investment you're making in yourself. This is an investment you're making in yourself mm-hmm. rather than an expense. You know yeah. what I mean? But you do have to kind of get there and make that and decide that this is something like your own health is something you really value and make that personal commitment to, you know, kinda kinda I don't know, just be all in and, and prioritize prioritize your health.
0: Yeah, you do, you do. But I think after the initial cost and you get on track with your health, it makes it cheaper in the long run. Oh,
1: definitely. I agree with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yes. All right. So you had this awesome mentor who kind of gave you your wings and said, okay, Sarah, it's time to fly. Yeah. And so you just did it. You just jumped in Mm -hmm. and just said yes. Oh,
1: I mean, I was scared. I was like, I was going to conferences to try to learn as much as I could, like on my own, but Mm -hmm. I was really terrified. Um, So I actually went to, uh, so wild how this has all played out, but um, have you heard of Business Boutique, Christy Ride's Business Boutique? Yes, sure have. So... My mom had taken me to that before, like I was still in MP school at this point, but I'll never forget what she said about doing it scared mm-hmm. because that resurfaced for me when, when Dr. Michael was moving away and he, and, you know, I'm like, all right, what am I going to do? Because um, I knew where my heart was, you know, and I, I never dreamed of doing my own thing, but I just, I, her words, Chrissy White's words, echoed in my mind like, do it scared. Yes. And um, so, with a lot of encouragement from like, my family especially, and then Dr. Michael and Megan, um, I just started looking I started looking for space to rent, and then we just kind of went from there, locked in my supervising position, like, all of the things that I needed to do for this to be, you know, operational, mm-hmm. just kind of took it one step at a time, but I was terrified, I mean, I still am, right,
0: the time. Daily, I'm scared <laughs> so, daily,
1: yeah,
0: but you just keep acting, you keep saying yes, mm-hmm. and doing the thing, and yeah, Feel fear, do it anyway. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Okay, so you blend wellness and aesthetics. I do. I do. And y'all have to come see her space because it's beautiful. Every time I walk in here, I'm just like, it's so pretty. (laughs) Thank you so much.
1: (laughs) I I I really appreciate you saying that because I it's important to me that people can relax when they come in here, and I just want it to feel different. I've talked to so many people who. I mean, you know, you've heard of white coat syndrome. Oh, yes. Blood pressure through the roof just at the thought of, of mm-hmm. that provider walking in the room. And I just want it to feel so different. So thank you for saying that. It feels different. I, would, I, I put a lot of thought
0: into it. Mm-hmm. So thank you. Yes. <laughs> no, you can tell, y'all. It's cushy chairs and pretty relaxing purples and colors <laughs> and, you know, even a rug on top of a rug. Like It's the little things. I mean, but it really does make a difference when you're going to see a healthcare provider. The details matter. And you have a store up front, too. I walked in, and I'm like, I want to smell and touch everything. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So tell us about the aesthetics part. So
1: I – oddly enough, I wound up with a lot of aesthetics training, and I enjoy that stuff. Um, I never saw myself, like, practicing that way, but Mm -hmm. it's been fun. So, um, you know, I I really think that the aesthetics and um, just overall, like, wellness, like, they – very much, um, or they get along very well. I'll Mm -hmm. say it that way. Um, so when I'm working with a client, even if it's just like a wellness client for any, like any complaint that they have, um, I'm talking about, you know, what are you putting on your skin? Uh, if it's a female, we have a lot more to talk about there right? because a lot of different products and things going on. But, um, that was the inspiration for like the retail because I'm recommending things to people all the time. And I just thought, you know, I need to, I want this to be easy. Mm -hmm. So I'm just going to have it so um you know from skincare to gosh I don't know lash serum to toothpaste to deodorant to I mean all sunscreen yes yeah, sunscreen thank you like what else do I have out there <laughs> um, but I just wanted it to be accessible and um you know I I tell people like when you're transitioning your products to less toxic versions like it doesn't need to be an overnight thing you don't need to go just toss everything you have like that's not generally my approach at all um but I am recommending switches in a lot of things oftentimes for a person and so um I just wanted to have that stuff yeah readily available to them um I'm trying to think I mean really I just being being a female like so like makeup the skincare the hair care all of the nail polish like Lash serum, all of it. Like, there's just it's it's overwhelming. It and is to realize like the stuff that you've been wearing could potentially be harming your health. That's overwhelming too. Mm-hmm. So when I have that discussion with people, like I don't really take it lightly. I want to say, hey, I think this is a problem for this reason. But consider this. Like, I wanted to be able to immediately offer a solution. If oh, that's that makes great. Sense. Yes. So, um, so yeah, I I mean, I spend I spend much more time in here in consultation with people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do I enjoy. I enjoy the aesthetics side of things but yeah I I do I didn't know when I opened my practice like what would the balance be I have no idea um and it's moved into where I'm doing less of the aesthetics but um if I have a client that I'm working with and they're interested in it like we'll we'll just talk about it and go from there
0: Mm -hmm. What types of services do you offer from an aesthetic standpoint? So probably my favorite is dermaplaning. Oh. Um, Have you heard of that? I have. I've never had it done.
1: So um, you you have this blade. It's kind of like a scalpel. um, But basically it just removes all the vellus or the baby hairs. um, And kind of that just, it's a lot of times just dead skin Mm -hmm. um, that we don't get ourselves. And so I really enjoy that because it's like... Can see the difference immediately mm. um, so that's probably been my favorite i i or my my most popular i call it like a derma facial because i'll draw plane and then do a little facial oh
0: yeah sounds um, fabulous but i also offer
1: um Xeomin, which is zeamin is like a um it's botulinum toxin so it is the same as botox or discord um there are several other new ones on market since i even started doing all of this um but Is the least toxic of the three because it doesn't contain this one antigenic protein that uh in my opinion could you know is more likely to trigger like autoimmune reactions in a person if that makes sense Mm -hmm. so i um i don't do a ton of it but i have it available because my thought is all right if people are going to get they're going to get the immunomodulant i mean the the um I don't know why I said that they're gonna go get their injection right and I want to offer the safest option or the least toxic that's huge option. I mean we're talking about botulinum toxins so it's a very toxic substance mm-hmm. right but if I can offer the least toxic one that's what I want to do so um, dermaplaning derma facials uh, ZMN I'm trying to think what else uh, light peel
0: okay. so I don't
1: do the peels where you know you like shed your face I'm not not doing that um, but I do a light peel that basically would give you a glow like two three days out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Trying to think what else. That's
0: really it. You know, that's a great service to offer after somebody sees you for wellness. Maybe they're feeling better internally and they want to externally. It's kind of how it's gone. It's brighter. funny
1: because people do. They start to feel better and then they're like, I can't tell you how many people were walking out and they're like,
0: and next time I want to talk to you about
1: this. Yeah. Like, years. <laughs> so I yeah I would have to say I mean. The majority of my practice is this. We're sitting here mm-hmm. in consultation.
0: Um, well, let's talk about I that. But I enjoy
1: the other as well. Let's <laughs>
0: talk about the wellness. Okay. Yes. So what – I know you offer some lab services. Can I just yeah. give the rundown of what you offer? Okay. So
1: um, when I work with clients, I have them commit to, like, six visits with me. That's, like, that's very intentional because we've got to get somewhere. Right. Um, you know, this stuff – this stuff just doesn't, I, I tell people like you didn't get to where you are overnight and we're not going to like reverse it overnight. So you've got to, you've got to commit to this thing. And, um, I've quickly learned, you know, people have to make a personal commitment to themselves for any of this to be, uh, effective. So if a person's done that, um, I, I use all kinds of lab testing. I'm a huge fan of GI map by diagnostic solutions lab. That's a stool test. Do okay. A, I'll, i use that anytime someone has, um, well, it's really not cookie cutter, but um, anytime someone has digestive dysfunction or like mood disorder, mm. a um, lot of those I use the Dutch test all the time, which is um, dried, heard urine, of it. dried urine test for comprehensive hormones. Okay. By Precision Analytical, that test is phenomenal because it not only looks at your sex hormones, it looks at your adrenal hormones. Mm. And then it looks at the way you uniquely metabolize your sex hormones. So this is, I mean, this information is just in my opinion priceless. Because mm-hmm. like for example, it tells you how you break down estrogen. Um and is it are you basically um are you funneling down this one particular pathway called the four hydroxy pathway, um, which is associated with like cancer, mm.
0: essentially. Interesting. Um
1: and you know, to some degree we can redirect traffic there with your estrogen metabolism. So it's it's fascinating. But anyway, I do a lot of the Dutch um, organic acids test with Great Plains Lab. I do a lot of those. Um, Mycotox profile with Great Plains Lab, looking for urine mycotoxins. They also have an envirotox panel. I don't do a ton of those, but I have done a couple, looking for like non-metal environmental toxins um, and their accumulation within a person. Um, also, a lot of more recently. Uh, I'm doing a lot of like swabs, like nutrigenomic testing, um, looking at people's genetic weaknesses mm. and then seeing what we can do nutritionally to kind of compensate for those weaknesses. And that yeah. has been really
0: fun. Yeah.
1: Um, especially for like my women's health population. I, have a, I see a lot of women who are of childbearing age and interested, either actively trying to achieve pregnancy or are interested in the future. So they're trying to optimize now. Mm. Um, and the nutrigenomic testing is it's so useful for them That's so well. smart. So anyway, kind of all over the map with testing. Yeah. But it just depends It depends what a person is complaining of and then also what they're interested in. And then sometimes there are limitations because, you know, these tests are expensive. And so, right. um, you know, I'm not a provider that just says, you work with me, we're ordering all these tests. Like, I the client very much has a say in what we're doing. So yeah. a lot of times I'm saying, I would love to run these. If we need to just start somewhere, I recommend this one. You know, so I'm just mm-hmm. trying to guide them. I tell people like, <laughs> you know, I'm your advocate, I'm your teammate, I work for you, um, so I want my clients to feel, you know, that they're they're kind of captaining this thing.
0: Yes, I love that. Co-captaining. Yeah, you want to call it yes, that. they drive the boat. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So how long does it take back to get back some of these results? It depends.
1: Um, in general, I tell people three to four weeks. Okay. Uh, sometimes it's as quick as two. But it is, it's is—it's generally three to four weeks. And so for that reason, I love for people to send off their test kits like when we first meet. And then I love to see them again before we even have test results. Because and that's
0: a long time to wait. Yeah. yeah. Like,
1: we got to get the ball rolling. Right. So, um, that's when they come in for Lifestyle Nutrition consult. Okay. And we, we basically just dissect their day. Um, you know, start, start from the moment they wake up until they're going to bed at night. And um, we really cover everything because I think... I think that's critically important. Like I try to, I try to teach my clients, like we have to get these things right. Like your foundation, right. um, So that you can see your best outcomes once we we do have test results. Um, And I love the test. I love the test results because that's objective data. You know, Mm -hmm. we're not guessing at that point and it can just, it's, it's direction. Yes. Um, But yeah, I absolutely think it's important for them to dial in things like hydration, sleep hygiene, um, light, like sunlight exposure, movement and then start to kind of modify thing other thing other aspects of their environment even before we yeah, have those test results in That's great. So, so things
0: are already starting to change. Yeah,
1: I mean it's fun because a lot of people feel better.
0: <laughs> it's so funny.
1: Like they come back for the third visit which is test results and they're like, Sarah I feel good. Or, you know, and, and I love that <laughs> yeah. because I I just I try to reiterate I'm like, you did that. Like you did that yourself. Yes. You know, and um, I just I think Something that it can be tough to, I don't know, like just recognize this or, or grasp it, but like it takes work to have excellent health in, in our modern world. And mm-hmm. so I'm always just so proud when people come back after, like they're coming back at Visit Three and they're like telling me all the different ways they feel better. And I'm like, and you did that. Yes. Yeah. You did that yourself. Yeah. You know? So I I try to empower people as much as possible. Um, but yeah, that's, that's a really rewarding.
0: Yeah. Time
1: too, or aspect of my job too. <laughs> I love that. I love that.
0: It's so important because people, I think, with traditional appointments, they want a pill yeah. or a fix, a surgery, whatever, and they think that's going to make them feel better. And a lot of times you're right, it's the band aid, yeah. and the client has to put in the work, which is so hard. The consistency and the time it takes, it's really tough. It's tough. Yeah. And I just, um,
1: personally, like I had several personal experiences growing up in healthcare, just, with my own health. hmm um, And it couldn't, it was the opposite of empowering. It was just kind of like, eh, that's a card you dealt. And like, I never bought it.
0: Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of
1: people have bought that
0: narrative. They and have. So I
1: want to flip the script when I work with that person. Yeah. Because you have the control over so much. So much. I really do believe like, your body has a greater capacity to heal, like, than, than anyone's ever led you to believe. Love that. Um, and so that's kind of, that's the thought process
0: yes. so when you're in here and when we're working. And together. people need to hear that. They yeah. may have never heard that from a provider. Right. And, and it's true. Mm-hmm. That's the most it exciting is part. Like, it's true. It is true. Um, so I always joke,
1: I'm like, you know, I joke about getting you back in the driver's seat of your own health or mm-hmm. uh, reclaiming
0: your title as CEO of
1: your own health. But mm-hmm. that's, I mean, that's what they're doing.
0: Yeah. I have to tell my clients a lot of times, especially those that struggle with perhaps pelvic pain. Yeah. You're not your diagnosis. Yes. You know, we can, we can get through this yes. and it takes time and work, but I don't want you to identify I am the person with endometriosis because you are so much more than that. That is a piece of your story. I love that. Yeah. It's an important piece. It is. But we can't perseverate on it. Right.
1: No, just knowing. I think it's so important to just kind of remind people like you're not your word. Mm -hmm. You're not your diagnosis.
0: Just like you said. Yeah. Yes. There's so many other components. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. So, um, Tell us, like, if you could give one piece of information or education to the Nashville listeners, what would it be? What is the one thing you want people to do? Oh, man. I know. <laughs> right know. Um, I mean, piece
1: of practical advice, like mm-hmm. practical, useful advice, you need to make sure you're going outside every single day. Okay. Do not stay home inside under artificial light all day, every day. That okay. is not going to be conducive to either getting well or
0: staying well. Even so, if it's um, cloudy, sunny, because, you know, yes. it's rained here for how many oh, months no. now? Oh my sun, where are you? <laughs> so does that matter, um, that even if it's cloudy? The light is still there. The okay. light
1: is still there. So I just think it's critically important to step outside every single day. Um, and it's really easy not to do that. You know what I mean? If you don't think about it, all these devices that we have, and especially families who their kids are not in school, you know, it would mm-hmm. be easy to just stay inside all day, right. day after day after day right now. Take yourself outside. I think that is um, something all of us can do, Mm -hmm. quarantined or not. Right. You know, and so um, just make sure you're doing that. And don't let a day go by that you do not step outside.
0: Is there a recommended amount of time? Um, So there's an app called D-Minder.
1: Oh. It's so awesome. It takes into account um, your location, your latitude, population density, um, you know, time of year, time of day, all these things. And so if you will download D-Minder app and use it, um, you'll know how long you can safely stay outside. That is so, so cool. So it's really useful for, like, like summertime. Right. Um, because everyone's scared of the sun. Mm-hmm. And D-Minder can really help
0: mm. uh, kind
1: of ease some of those fears or apprehension. Uh, and it can help you feel really good about knowing what time of day you want to go outside and how long you
0: want to stay out there um, and do all of that very safely. Wow. That's interesting. I may not need to download that because I spend a lot of time in the sun. No, do it. Do it. Do it. I think you'll love it. Okay. Um, You'll learn a lot. Yes. Yeah. That is so cool. Okay. always ask everybody this, just talking about the vibe of women's health in Nashville because that is just my passion. I want to create better health in our community. Yes. So what do you think that Nashville is doing really well in this area and what can we improve?
1: Oh, man. Um,
0: Women's health. I, th- I mean and it can be health in general
1: really. Okay. Like, what
0: is Nashville doing great to serve our people?
1: Gosh. I mean I think I think just people like you who are mm. really bringing awareness and shedding light to kind of all these little these little soldiers out on the <laughs> outskirts you know trying to trying to serve and, and um, do better for the people in our community. I think you know what I mean? Just offer new and different things. Mm-hmm. Um, so I appreciate you.
0: So think I've, I've learned
1: from, from you, you know, just becoming aware of other providers who are out there. But, um, you know, I think it's, I just think it's awesome that we have, um, I mean, we've got, like you, physical therapists, NPs, yes. PAs, physicians, acupuncturists. Um, I, I mean, I'm forgetting, kind actors. I, I mean, yes. we have so many wonderful outlets. Um, it's just, I think, a matter of continuing to bring awareness I, just because I think there's still so many people in our community who just don't know to yeah. look beyond um, what they've always done right. or what's always been available, if that makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Like, so, um, yeah, I think there are so many so many people doing wonderful things. I mean, I, I have several clients right now um, who are focused, who are coming to see me. They're focused on fertility. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so we're doing a lot, and then I've also got them working with
0: acupuncture. You know what I mean? So, I was going to ask that if you refer to certain... Types of providers, like if there are ones that you commonly say, "Hey, you might want to look into this type of provider." I
1: tend to, I will like suggest something to a person, and then if they want me to find a particular name, I'm happy to. Mm -hmm. But I kind of let my client
0: just take the reins,
1: Um,
0: so it just depends. Mm -hmm. But are there certain types, like acupuncture, or you know, disciplines maybe that you refer to more often than not? Definitely acupuncture. Okay, (laughs) I love acupuncture. Yeah. Um,
1: Poetry was tremendously helpful to me when I was working night shift. Oh. Um, really, that and, and
0: um, did it help you with stress or yes, sleeping? Okay, yes.
1: um, floating, mm. floating was the other thing that helped me. Haven't done it me. yet. Oh,
0: you've got Someone to! On my to do list. <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, anyway, I anything that doesn't come with a list of side potential side mm. effects, I am more inclined to recommend that and say, hey, just give it a shot.
0: Right. Yeah. So it's not going to hurt anything. Right. It's worth trying. I love acupuncture. I do too. <laughs> I think I use it for stress relief myself as a business owner. And for me, I walk out of there, almost floating. Like I just, I just feel great and feel ready to tackle the rest of my day. Mm-hmm. So, and I use it a lot recommending it for my patients with pain. Yes. That's, that's so awesome. And
1: yeah, especially with
0: your patient. population. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. So helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes it gets to a point where I hear my patients, they end up going to so many providers though. And, It costs a lot of money, you know, so I try to filter down, like, if you have to do one thing right now, here's Mm -hmm. what I want you to focus on, you know, and acupuncture is usually at the top of my list. Yeah. Yeah. It's powerful. Yes, it is. So how do people get in touch with you if they want to set up an appointment?
1: So all my um, visits are booked online by the client, and so they can go to my website, Refinery Wellness TN in tennessee.com um so definitely there or i'm on instagram at refinery wellness tn or i can be reached by email hello at refinery wellness tn.com or my phone number is 615- four five seven eight two two four. So good options. I love I love the consistency. <laughs> Refinery wellness Tennessee. I like it's, yes, so smart.
0: Thank you. Yes. And her Instagram page is number one, it's beautiful. Oh thank Very you. Very consistent with your colouring and your schemes. Thank it's, you so much. It's beautiful, but there is great content there too. So if you can get past how pretty it is you can you can dive in and really get a lot of thank education you. too. Yeah.
1: I just try to I appreciate you saying that I just want to offer useful content. You do. Um, yeah. or
0: encouragement you know yeah so much negativity it's tough yeah it's tough I so that. you are so welcome <laughs> anything else any final words for our listeners
1: um gosh well thank you all for tuning in i just um I'll, I'll say something that i say to all my clients you know it's just never too early or too late to take control of your health hmm. um and i think now especially with like what's going on in our world like what what a better time, you right. know? If 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 your health, had, mental or physical or emotional health hasn't been at the top of your priority list, uh, I would just challenge you to reconsider that. And, right? Um, you know, I I would love to help in any way that I possibly can. So um, yeah, just be empowered and and um, you know, I think that I really do think your mental and physical health is your greatest. Those are your greatest assets in this yeah. lifetime, and so um, it's time for us to just. Yeah. And do what it takes well, to keep them there.
0: <laughs> if you feel bad, you can't do much else. Right. You know? Yeah. yeah. And like she said earlier, I'm just going to reiterate it because I love it. If you have a pulse, you have a purpose. Yes.
1: And you matter. I mean, you really matter. Like, you um, you deserve to feel well on a regular basis, not once in a while. And so, yeah. um, you know, I just kind of I just want to encourage everyone to um, not settle for feeling lousy. Yes. Um,
0: Life's too short.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Love that. You're not doomed by your DNA. Like, there's so much Oh, that's good,
0: too. You know? (laughs) Yes. Um,
1: So, anyway, be encouraged. And uh, if anyone is looking to work with someone who kind of thinks outside of the box love
0: to help you yeah reach out to sarah she's great (laughs) at least go follow her on instagram and you'll realize how great she is and then you will reach out to her (laughs) thank you so much thank you for joining me i really appreciate it yay Uh, i just want to thank everybody out there again for just being so kind all the messages i've received um, following the tornado and all the supplies y'all i had so many markers and folders and (laughs) Uh, pencils and things dropped at my doorway and amazon prime to me um for our community and i'm so grateful and appreciative and so i just want to thank everybody again for being so awesome and um i know that our community still needs rebuilding and needs help right now we're kind of all stuck indoors but i anticipate more needs in the future just for volunteering and donations so i'll keep y'all up to date on that as we can but just a big huge hearted thank you to everybody for listening donating and just being nashville Yeah. yeah Awesome. Everybody have a great one. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.